Welcome back to Country and Cold Cans. I'm Logan, sitting here with Andy and Kyle, and uh, we have a couple special guests on the show today. We have Mason Server and Blaze Butler from Mason and the Gem Line. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing awesome. Yeah, yeah man. Thank y'all for having me. Hey, I appreciate you Absolutely, guys taking man. the time, man. So as you know, like uh, the name is Country and Cold Cans, so we're here to talk some roots music, and the cold cans part's cold beer. So what kind of beer y'all got right now? Well, I, I got I got a Bud Light. Bud Light? All right. Is, that that's a, that's America's beer, man. That that's what's been holding folks <laughs> down for a long time. You know what I mean? Now, a lot of people argue with you about that, but I love it. Yeah, hey, he's look. a Bud Light guy. There's no, I, what I've got, and it's not a can to be fair, but I got a glass bottle right here. This is a St. Arnold's uh, one hundred percent chance of hops Texas winter IPA. It's a little brewery oh, nice. I'm used to Texas. Uh, St. Arnold's the uh, say, the patron saint of beer, so yeah, give it a shot sometime. Hell yeah, man! I'm Those two to... beers could not be any further apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the standard no. and the special, yeah, yeah. and also probably to be fair, he and I we we're, we're pretty much best buddies, but we probably could not be further apart as people in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, the beer represents the personality. Yeah, the beer represents the personality. <laughs> It, but it's kind of fun to make music, right? Uh, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's kind of funny on the beer thing. Like, so Andy over there has been like one of my best friends since we were like five years old, and he prefers light beer. And then I'm, I like as I've gotten older, I, I generally have been a little bit more on the IPA train myself. So yeah, what uh, you got? What you got there? What is that? But I so see. this what right is here that? is uh, this actually isn't an IPA, but this is a, a New Belgium uh, brewing oh. company, Old Tuffy. So I'm an NC State grad here in Raleigh, and they made a special oh, right brew, on. yeah, with the. Uh, the, the uh, Strut and Wolf from our, our uh, logo on there. So that's what I, I got today it. is oh, the, yeah, the yeah. old tough. University of North Carolina sucks. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go to Hill Carolina is what we say around here. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty much like uh, the University of uh, Texas at Austin. Yeah, uh-huh. UNC is UNC yeah, is the uh, is the the UT Austin of, of North Carolina. Yeah, y'all the y'all the the the, the underdog, and they they're the they're the top dog. You know, like in that relationship. Pretty much, yeah. But it, it, for us, it's better to be, in my opinion, it's better to be the underdog. It's much more fun. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because when you win, it's a lot more fun. Like oh, when, yeah, you, yeah, when you beat sure. the when you beat the favorite, hell yeah! So <laughs> yeah. I, I guess jumping right into that, like, so I see the Texas Tech hat. Are y'all y'all Tech fans? Big time. Oh yeah, big time. Both graduates. Oh yeah. hell yeah! And and it's a it's not just a, a a paper thing. It's like paper blood and soil type deal. You know oh yeah, I mean? we, yes. we're we're from here. We're from we're from Lubbock, where Texas Tech is at. So we're kind of that uh, uh, double type of of fan because it's not just where we went to school. It's where we're from. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's like religion. I, yeah, I'm sure you guys know how it is. It it really is. It's like a a game day experience, yeah. for example, it's, it's oh, yeah. almost. We, we talk about it all the time. It's like a religious thing. We call it. Really we is. call we call mm-hmm. Jones Stadium the cathedral. I mean, yeah, the cathedral hadn't been a fun place to be lately. No, oh, we've yeah. been able to <laughs> have much good church services over there for about a decade, but we're still hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is we yeah. uh, we actually play you guys in in 2022 here in Raleigh, NC State and Texas Tech play at Carter Finley in about two seasons. Well, maybe we need to go up there. Hell yeah, yeah man! Look, I, I have a I normally have a pretty decent tailgate spot. You know, we'll get some Bojangles tailgate uh, chicken. We'll go down there, drink some cold Ooh. beers, and then hopefully uh, we'll watch the Wolfpack beat 
be yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you, sure, you sure might. You got the you got you, you, got, you got the first two things right there. If, if things go as they have been going, you sure might. Well, if you have diabetes, I'll need to drink more cold beer. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> but okay. Speaking of uh, speaking of, you say you guys are from Lubbock. So um, I guess the first thing I really wanted to ask because I've heard a lot about this venue from a lot of people on uh, within since I've gotten more immersed in Texas music, but it's the Blue Light. Have y'all had the opportunity to like play there? And I'm sure you probably spent some time there at least. Yeah, for sure. We have, we haven't, uh, we're playing there on January the 7th, the 7th. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's going to be our, our, um, our version experience in terms of being the artist. Uh, we've, we've seen a lot of people there. Um, and I played music around Lubbock for a long time and never, and never kind of, uh, I never, I don't know. I was a little bit always outside that, outside that that world for some reason um but yeah our our time is coming up uh in a few weeks but uh yeah so the so as far as what you're asking though um it so it's hard to describe so it would kind of be like uh so it, it's on it's on uh, uh buddy Tex- holly yeah, avenue yeah, buddy, buddy, Texas downtown, avenue. Downtown. It, it's it's, it's Next downtown Else. downtown lubbock which is we don't have a huge it's not like you know it's not doesn't look like manhattan you know what i mean but uh it it is just the spot where um i i guess the biggest and the best come you know what i mean and it's really right. oddly enough it's it's a it's a pretty small room oh, um, really but it literally has a sign up that mm-hmm. that says blue light and it's got blue light coming out of it and it's just a spot where um i don't know it's a, it's a very simple um it's a very simple room. It's got got a bar on the right and a stage on the left, and yeah. uh, it, it's but it's but it's uh, I've have seen good shows over the years. Uh, I saw Mike McClure there one time, and there must have been about seven people in there, and uh, he was the, the guys were just just rocking out so hard, and uh, he took a break and he walked over to the bar and I said, "Dude, you guys are just killing it, man." He, and he told me he said, "Well, it's just old burnout rock and roll, man." <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and and went to the bathroom, came back, brought a, a in those days a CD, and I thought, man, that's this, you know, it's just that kind of place. It's a right. place where music people like to go. Yeah, I mean, you know? there's there's it's a kind of place where local artists, you know, make their bones. But it's also like I've seen Lucero there, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. So it, it's 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 a it's a place that definitely has history. Mm-hmm. It has a it has a vibe about it, um, and. Like Mason said, it's not the biggest place in the world, but you step in there and you know that you're you're somewhere special. Right. It's a it's a Lubbock staple, and we like to think that that Lubbock is is a great music town. Also, right. so uh, you combine those two things, and um, you got a recipe for for a pretty badass little venue. And we're man, we are looking forward to playing there in January. I'm telling well, you, I bet, man, it's gonna I be bet. so much fun. Yeah, because the thing is, <clears throat> like, obviously, I've I've only been to Texas like really. I don't count my layovers at DFW. That don't that don't freaking count. But I, I've been right. to Texas one time, and I went to Austin for about three or four days. I cut me and Kyle were down there on a bachelor trip for one of our good buddies, and that was a hell of a time. But uh, mm-hmm. it, Austin is a little bit different than a lot of the rest of Texas. So I really kind of wanted to venture out <laughs> to <laughs> wanted to venture out into some of the other cities, and I, I did I did want to take a trip out to West Texas at some point, Lubbock in particular, because of the blue light. Because, you know, there have just been a lot of damn good songwriters that have come out of that area that yeah, in, sure. especially in, in the in like this generation of like Texas music in particular, like I, a lot of guys I listen to are from that area. So I've got a lot of respect for that that area musically. 
But. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to put a finger on on what what happens here. Um, but not not. I'm not. I'm not doing the deal of claiming that we're special. Okay, I, I don't. I don't like doing that. I'm a. I'm a humble guy. But there is something strange about this place, especially when you factor in that where where we're at is is almost exclusively surrounded by cotton fields. Okay, right. So there's no there's no landscape. Um, that you're drawing from, you know what I mean? You're you're not, you're not, you're not writing about the pines. You're not, you're not writing about the mountains. Um, and, and maybe the, the absence of, of those things is, is part of what makes, uh, creativity happen. There's nothing here, dude. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing going on other, other than what you make happen. Right. And, um, I think it says a lot, uh, love it or hate it, that, that, uh, Code Wetzel's, uh, latest thing he's he's got a god knows this guy's partying his ass off he's got to be i would be too i imagine i hope i i hope i am at some point but um you know he, his his song about lubbock is uh is basically like an homage to 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 yeah finding as much trouble as you can possibly get into right. and for whatever reason it it has that reputation and i think maybe that's what well, it is is because you know, for whatever reason my ass yeah there's no there's why. there's nothing else to do but drink beer dude and, <laughs> right and, and cause ruckus you know so um i don't know but but really on the on the serious side of it yeah there, there's been a lot of really good songwriting that's come through this place um lo- lots of good songwriters going back a long ways even before this era you know um but we're we we hope we can kind of help uh uh push the push that forward a little bit you know what i mean oh yeah so like speaking of songwriting <clears throat> that's also something that i always like to talk about with people because uh while i walk just shy of calling myself a songwriter i've been writing songs for like last six years since i was in college in nc state just something i like to do it's just like you know it's a very cathartic experience yeah, when yeah. you've been able to put down something that you've been thinking about or feeling on to, to pen and paper and then turn it into a song it's just it's something spiritual about it you know and um so like you guys are, are the two principal songwriters for the band right Yes. Yeah. So like, do y'all, do y'all do a lot of like, uh, I guess like mostly solo writing and you bring it together or do y'all like co-write much? Like what's the, I guess the process for you two for the band Mason. and well, it's, it's, There's okay. So, so what's funny. So this is a relationship that goes back a long way. Right. First of all. Um, so there are some old songs that we dig back up and work on together. And there's stuff that we do just out of nowhere to get a, he has a giant whiteboard over here in this room. And um, I guess to answer your question, yeah, we work on stuff together. So I've written stuff by myself and he's written stuff by himself, but really just a couple of years ago or a little over a year ago is when we started heavy getting together and writing uh, together. And we've known each other forever, but really just dug in and started doing that. And we'll just sit around with a guitar, you know, a couple of guitars, whatever. um, And in front of that whiteboard, and just uh, toss ideas back and forth. And for whatever reason, it just seems a little bit easier to, to do. It. Yeah. And you, you could start a lot, a lot of times for us, it starts with, um, for, for, for me, a lot of times it'll start maybe even with just a, just a phrase, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, you, you have some, some catchy thing or whatever. In, in other words, like in, in other times of my life, um, you know, there would be this whole series of events that happened in my life to, to bring in and, and, and try to and dredge that out and get into a song. And that's still the case to some extent. But 
I'm a little bit older now and it's kind of different in that way. There's, there's, it's different now. A lot of times it's something, something, something really like a turn of phrase a lot of time. And you're, you're like, man, mm-hmm. I, I like how that, how that sounds. And like he said, we'll, we'll like Blaze said, we'll, we'll go in there and, and uh, take, take something, maybe a couple of phrases or you have a half a chorus or whatever and, and, and go through that chord wise uh, over and over again and say, okay, um, no, I don't like where that goes. I don't, I, let's put, let's put a minor in there. Let's go a minor right here. Right. Because I think, I think that's going to, that's going to lend itself to, mm-hmm. to the feeling we want to get on this song or whatever. So uh, it, it's, it's really fun process. We, we have um, like, I had a lot of songs coming into it. Blaze had songs too. Um, we, we work with those still, but uh, our, our, the, the most thing, uh, fun thing we're doing right now is, is taking these ideas and putting them, uh, we work on them together, then put them in front of the band. Yeah, because, right. because it, it, a lot of times it changes so much. You know what I mean? It really and, takes. For one thing, you're writing these songs on acoustic. Yeah, and and now you got some you know hot shot guitar player that says, "Oh yeah, you know hell yeah, dude. Let me. Let, what if we do this?" And and our right. drummer Russ is is a he's yeah. a maniac. He's a guitar player too, but they're he's the guitar bomb. player and the drummer are metalheads. So so you get that weird thing going on, you know, and um, so. Recently, really, to tell you the truth, a lot of our stuff is that we're doing now. Um, it still could fit in the Texas country thing, but it it has a real southern rock uh, right. edge to it. You know, mm-hmm. we liked it. That, that that was the original thing was was rock and roll, man. I mean, it, you know, it, it's like too because when I was listening to it, like the sound of it sounds it sounds very familiar, but at the same time, it's a, it's a unique sound. It doesn't really sound exactly like somebody else, but it has a very familiar feel to it. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I, th- I think it's, uh, I, I think it's warm feeling. I, I think that the, the Caprock composition, I think that that record is, is, uh, accessible, you know, you can, um, you can get on board with it, but it's not exactly like anything no. else you, you we hear. have to, it's like, you have to get, pigeonholed somewhere right and right. so that's sort of yeah. where we fit is the texas country thing but if i don't know it's just a sound like the name of the record itself is um is an interesting thing because we we labored over that for a little bit and really the the sound of the whole thing is it's a the name of the record it's a reflection of the songs but of ourselves also like he said we're from lubbock texas we're from this caprock area right so we're composed of caprock elements as well as these songs i mean um we have like you know we have one i'm the king touches on kind of a buddy holly um that's our homage to him you know kind of chuck berry a little more that style but then you have a working man song you have a classic country song you have a little one that rocks a little bit more and somehow these all these elements sort of fit together and for whatever reason it just feels like unique to to this to this area i I don't know why that is i don't know how else to put it we didn't set out to Mm-mm. sound a certain way it's just what happens when we all start playing music together you right. know yeah it's always interesting to me like when like you said for when a song starts on acoustic versus when you get the full band arrangement because it, it reminds me of something dj barham once said i think about uh it was from the record things change i want to say it was one of the slower uh one of the slower songs whether it was one day at a time or uh when we were younger men he said it started off he wrote it as a rocker but then uh he had john fulbright you know producing that record 
and Fulbright mm-hmm. told him, he was like, you know, how about you step, like slow this one down a little bit and just he hit play and told him to play it and he just hit record and that was the take they used on the record. And it was just, it was fundamentally different from what he thought, but it just worked. So like, that's the yeah, magic yeah. Of, of like the process <laughs> to, in my mind. At least. Yeah. You, it, it, we'd be at a loss if we didn't, if we didn't talk about this just for a second, that a big, huge critical part of this thing is the, the studio that we recorded at is in Austin called uh, Studio 601. Mm-hmm. And the, the, there, there are two guys, Mike Ingber and Eric Harrison. And those, those guys, Eric is from Lubbock, and that was yeah. the connection. I went to high school with Eric. And, and so he's a Lubbock guy in Austin. Right. And then also the, the lead work that you hear on that, on that record is a guy named... Uh, Kale Richardson. Yeah, Kale Richardson. And he used to play guitar with the young band. It, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, with Honey Brown as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so, oddly enough, uh, like on House of Golden Diamonds, you have a fiddle. That girl's from Amarillo, which is about 90 miles from us, or a little more, 100 miles. Yeah. And Kale is an Austin guy from Lubbock. The guy that recorded is a is a Austin guy from Lubbock, and then us. So it was it was almost like we went and recorded this Lubbock transplant in Austin. Yeah, and and there those guys take a lot of pride in that too, Eric for sure. Yeah, Mike is from Long Island, so I'm not sure. I mean, I love the guy, but I don't. Know. I mean, it's not like a you know heartfelt thing yeah. for him, and necessarily right, right. in that way. He, he's from York, but um, it it uh, it, it definitely. I wouldn't say it was like an explicit intention to make it sound West Texas. It just is what we do. Right. But the, but the components are all from West Texas. So it, it's just there, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a pretty cool spot, man. He, he, so he took a, a, a one, uh one garage, a one car garage and converted it into a studio. Oh wow. And man, they, they have something. Now you wouldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah. That's yes. what they've done with this tremendous. It's so. a little bitty space that gets yeah. a lot of stuff done. It's we, crazy. we like to shout them out whenever we can. I mean, we're finally, the deal is we've been playing music for a while. We're finally getting a crack at this because we had the means to put, to put our music, uh, out there and we've had an unbelievable response i mean that's why we're talking to you that's why we're playing at the blue light that's why we're playing at hotel turkey on new year's eve the home of bob wills oh yeah, yeah. i mean uh so it, it, we we are we are uh so grateful to them for you know just a weird deal me and him started talking one time out of nowhere I hadn't talked in years and the next thing you know just you know they liked our music and said come on down and we said don't mind if we do and uh, what else are you going to do in a pandemic anyways? So let's go record some music, you know? Yeah. Like, and that kind of actually made me uh, figure, like wonder, like how did you guys get the band together? Cause it, it seemed like you said y'all were doing other things and you've been playing music individually, but how did, how did Mason and the Gen line itself come together? I, I suppose that to make a, a long story short is we're, we're both pretty ver- verbose. You, you might, have gathered this at this point we like to talk a lot both of us you should <laughs> we see did the <laughs> that's why we yeah. started the podcast yeah. we like to talk too <laughs> <laughs> but 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 at any rate um no we uh obviously like like blaze talked about we we've been buddies forever and uh it was really a breakup to tell you the truth uh i i had i had been in a relationship for a good while and uh that thing ended and um I went and got uh, some recording software, um, maybe, you know, in some way to, I don't, I don't know, to deal with it or whatever, but it's something that should have been happened, you know, a decade ago or something. 
Well, so now we have the ability to lay down ideas as opposed to just, you know, hanging out and saying, man, that's really cool. You know, right. I mean, you need the ability to, to, to track this stuff, you know, to, to lay it down and go back and work on it later. And we didn't know anything about recording music. So our, our earliest little, uh, endeavors were, were, were pretty, uh, <laughs> man, they're, they're pretty rough, but, um, long story short, he and I started doing this stuff. Uh, we laid down loose tonight as, as, a. I guess I just did it like an acoustic version of it. Yeah. The guys well, in Austin. We did that. And I was playing drums at the time. So we rotated. Yeah. yeah. When it was just us two, I, I would get on a kit and we would, you know, we did a couple shows like that. And uh, he saw, he saw us play that, that, that song. I was just playing on the kit and he played with an acoustic guitar. And uh, Eric was like, man, I'd kind of like to record that. And we we're like, that sounds cool. And uh, we went and recorded it. And next thing you know, Russ is, yeah texting so so the the drummer is is a guy that's been around uh he's a better guitar player than mason a better bass player than me and yeah he's yeah he's uh he's best at drums but really 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 good at everything else better than right. us at all of it um and he's a guy that i had met playing gigs around lubbock and um uh he he actually reached out to us which was really flattering and um so that was kind of a no-brainer and we got him on board and um that's that's sort of the that that's sort of the genesis of the whole deal we uh he kind of put us through a little mini boot camp before we went to Austin to record uh because he'd been in the game he played in Tejano bands so like uh yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with that or not but like Texas, <laughs> I can't say that I am uh he's a white guy but he, but he yeah. played in in uh uh played uh Hispanic music okay yeah, yeah, yeah. they were like they were like yeah. kind of as a kid when, the yeah when he when he was a kid you know right. he's playing he's playing this stuff and um so he he had been around uh the more professional side of that of of the musical world for a long long time and so when we get ready we start prepping the material that gets on this record and um he came in and starts laying down drum stuff and he's like man why don't we move this bridge there why don't we do this or that and and uh he got it in good shape, and and then the guys in Austin uh, got it got it really where it needed to be. So, um, it, it's a strange. It's deal. really organic. This whole thing has been so organic. You know, we haven't really we haven't like uh, paid anybody to promote our stuff or anything like that. We just wrote the music, and then we came together the way that we just talked about. We went and recorded it, and the the you know slowly but surely more and more people coming on board really liking what we're doing and it's just been uh you know an organic process from the ground up just building one step at a time you know you hear these stories about people that they wake up and they're like oh my god my song is i had a million yeah you know this has just been a labor but but a labor of love you know we love yeah. what we're doing and so uh, it's just been <laughs> we will continue to labor yeah continue to, to 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 rock people's asses off as long as they'll uh as they'll let us you yeah know? It, it's funny because like we learned about you guys out from word of mouth on twitter like i had seen the name pop up a couple times and then i think i saw thomas mooney tweet something about you and then um the guys from hippies and cowboys we had them on the show a few weeks ago um, um mike and garrett they're good dudes they had said something yeah. and i was like well all these people who i i respect their music 
uh, opinions have been talking about these guys. I, I started listening and I sent it to Andy and I sent it to Kyle and we were like, I was like, Hey, let's try to get these guys on the show. So, and here we are. <laughs> so hey, we yeah. appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. When you guys are writing, who, who are some of y'all's influences? Like who are some of y'all, uh, y'all's favorite songwriters and, and bands? Well, uh, man, it, it's, it's, it's across the board, but I mean, it, w- w- if you go like within the genre, um, are you are y'all familiar? Are you familiar with Robert O'Kane at all? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that you know that might show my vintage a little bit. Um, Storytelling. I, I'm not I'm not as young as some of the guys you guys are interviewing, but uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I you know the, the the great storytellers like that. Uh, I loved I loved the Randy Rogers band. Still, oh uh, yeah, man. I love Randy oh, Rogers yeah. band. Of course, Turnpike. Tur- Turnpike. Oh yeah, uh, I'm wearing a Turnpike hat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that almost seems like cliche at this point, yeah. which is, which is but crazy of course, because of course but but they're they're so good. Yeah, they're such good songwriters. Uh, I I thought for for my money, uh, Randy Rogers to me has an ability. It's it's kind of strange to me that that stuff. Well, it's not strange, I guess. If it, it, it's funny to me that that stuff never went mainstream until you consider what mainstream country is. Exactly. Um, you, you know what I mean? But the, he is a really good writer of songs that people can relate to. Yeah. They, they don't have to be mega, mega, mega technical. They don't have to, they're just good melodies. Um, but yeah, I mean, that stuff, but to, to, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, outside of that stuff, like rock star dream stuff, man, I love you too. Mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones, we, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I'm a I'm a big Springsteen fan myself. You know, <laughs> we I have mean, some that, internal that, arguments about Springsteen on this show because we have some some differing opinions. Man, but I'm, I'm a Springsteen yeah. fan. So. Great. so who's not a Springsteen person? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm not. You, oh, no. you know, you're not. Oh, no. no way. His Even, voice. I, it's okay, his voice. I, I just when I listen to him, I just I can't understand what the guy's saying. I, I got. I got. I got it it kind of ruins it for me. It, that's that's the feeling I have about, um, for example, Guns and Roses. Right. I, I, I can't I, I can't dig it because I hate Axl Rose's voice. Yeah. Like I, I like I I know that's a really old reference, older than us. Mm-hmm. But but I, if if the voice is not there, it's hard to love it ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I would agree. It's, dude, it's it's so there's like you go all over the place with that stuff, man. It's like uh, I. You know, I take it outside. I have a, lot, a wide range of influences, and and I don't know. It's kind of weird if you put it in this context, but like I'm, I'm a huge. Re- I'm gonna get a refresher. Yeah, real quick. Get a, will you get me one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Tom Waits, for instance, okay. for yeah, me yeah. is. I mean, he, he's fantastic. Really, I took a, a history of rock and roll class at Tech that really turned my head and made me start to realize how good some of this other stuff was. So for instance, I know we're going real old. It's not like I listen to him all the time, but uh, just as far as like working man plight, storytelling, like Woody Guthrie, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's also another example of good, simple songwriting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you pull from a lot of, actually you'd be surprised. I mean, after hours when we're done jamming and we go to like YouTube and just start pulling up different songs, you'd be amazed at what ends up on that damn thing. Dude, I love yeah. this. This is a, this is a different deal than you'll probably find in any of these interviews. So I speak Spanish and, and, and and I listen to a shitload 
of, of, of Mexican music, not just Spanish. I mean, from Mexico, I got a lot of right. friends from Mexico. That that's something that's fairly common around here. Right. And I wouldn't say I'm like 100% fluent, but I'm, I'm good enough. Oh, close yeah. Enough. And so, so <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell he's saying. I, 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 I only say that to, to illustrate that. Um, I like songwriter songs. They call them corridos in Spanish and there's, there's story songs. And so, you know, to me, that's the, I wouldn't say that's necessarily the best, best kind of song. I mean, you, you can, uh, you can get joy out of some pop song or whatever that doesn't, that doesn't mean much, but um, yeah, it's always a pleasure to listen to a cool, uh, a cool story song. You know what I mean? And and maybe we don't necessarily even have that many like ballads per se, but Pipeliner, for example, would be something kind of like that. Right. Um, and and that's always that's always a treat to to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I've had Pipeliner's uh, chorus stuck in my head all day, man. Like I I love the story in that because awesome. yeah. it was hilarious right. at the very beginning. How it was like it was just like it starts off and then married a stripper and then goes on and on and on. I was like, that's a hey, great that's story. That's a real chick. Well, really, that, that's a that's a yeah, that's a real chick, dude. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> that's a great yeah, story yeah, for a country she, song. So who married the stripper? I, I am. What's that? <laughs> so, so who married the stripper? Which one of you married her? Well, okay, there, there was there, nobody yeah. actually married the stripper, okay. but I have a friend that I won't. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. that 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 was real good friends with this Cuban stripper oh, nice. for a while, and uh, uh-huh. and 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 I, I'm I'm friends with with her as well. Uh, not super close friends, but <laughs> I know her. Right. Um, she she's 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 pretty easy on the eyes, to be fair, and. Um, I just saw her a few weeks ago. Actually. Yeah, I was about to say I just met her for the first yeah. time a few weeks ago. Yeah, she, she's her, a, I saw her. She's an interesting character, but yeah. but that but that story is uh, is based on uh, we we're not really in the oil field spot in Texas, but just south of us is Midland and Odessa, Texas. Right, and this is just about as as pure oil field as you can be. And and uh, I, I thought, man, I'm I, I kind of had this little idea. And uh, I thought, man, I'm I'm gonna write a little song about that. And and even me, the person that wrote it, I can see the whole thing transpiring. I I've seen that guy. That's why I wrote it. Yeah. I I know that pipeliner. I've met that guy. He's a damn fool for messing <laughs> with this this chick. But he couldn't let her go. You know what I mean? It, it, she, it just could not let her go. I've seen this actually happen in real right, life. You know? right. And and so I took a lot of pieces. And, uh, and, and combined it into one story that even the, even the, the, it says I, I, I met her on a late trip at the post grocery store. There is a post Texas that's on the way to the lake. Yep. On and, and I was in that grocery store and, with that Cuban stripper. And as far as like songwriting <laughs> process goes, that's one that was rewritten like two times. Yeah. Like, really? The first verse, no, but the rest of it. Yeah. We made the, made the story. Uh, we rewrote that. You guys know Charlie Stout? Oh yeah. Yeah. He probably. So, I, so I don't know he, him personally, but I know of him. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, he's he's a he's a guy around here, songwriter, mm-hmm. photographer, just a general gypsy. Yeah, he's a general gypsy. Yeah. This guy's crazy, man. He's from West Virginia, he's, he's actually. Not, not okay, much. and uh, yeah, you can't ever quite put a finger on this crazy guy. But I played a show with him, uh, like a little songwriter song swap deal, not long ago, and and I played the first verse of that song, and he told me, man, you got to finish that song. I mean, it was just like, that's, that's like, it's a done deal. You got to finish that. So we tried and that's, that's what we came up with. Because I tell you, the also, beginning, 
Go ahead. That was I was saying, Marco Gutierrez. Do you listen? To, you know the Dirty River Boys. I've heard of them. I'm not super listen, familiar okay. with them though. So, so it, do yourself a favor. Go listen to Dirty River. Yeah, Boys. you'll like it. It's like Irish folk uh, mm-hmm. country. In any case, their lead singer Marco Gutierrez. He's the guy singing backup on that track. Okay, cool. The uh, path belonged to him. He really liked it and jumped on. And uh, so, part of the reason why that song turned out so well is because you know some good, the, yeah, some good back, some good backup vocals there. I try to measure up whenever we play it live. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> one thing, one thing that I did want to, because you guys mentioned it a little bit earlier. You said you're in, uh, I believe you said you were in Caprock Country. But obviously, like I said, I'm a, I'm a North Carolinian. I'm an East Coast kid. Like, what exactly does Caprock mean? Because you know it's the title of the EP, Caprock Compositions. So I was curious about that when I saw that. So what the the the, the Caprock is a geographical change in landscape in Texas. Okay. When when you come from the South, be it anywhere, really, even the Metroplex, Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, when you get to Post, that where the Post grocery right. store is at, just outside of Post, you're going to climb up two or three, four hundred feet onto the top of a big ass flat rock, and that's that's what that's what we live on. That's where the Great Plains begins right there i suppose okay it's a weird you know there's little fingers of it and stuff too yeah it's a, it's right. a, it cuts into the landscape here and there so there's there's like you know little canyon type territory that that happens around these parts but basically where we're where we're at is is set up top on a place that's uh a, a little higher elevation uh than than most of the rest of texas so yeah, I mean, that may be why we're better. You know what I mean? We got a little bit better, cleaner air up here. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not really better. I don't mean, I don't, I, I'm, I just, uh, we, we, we love all of Texas, but it, that really is what happens. You, right. You, you come up and it's not, it's not a, it's not just super drastic like you're driving up the side of a, of a mountain in Colorado. Right. It's just, right. A, there's, there's a pretty big shift and all of a sudden it's, it's, uh, it's flatlands. Right. It's very, flat uh all farming stuff after gotcha so one thing i guess uh with you guys kind of like releasing a record now um you know obviously there's pandemic all that thing going on so like how has touring changed like has that drastically been different like when it comes from promoting the record and all the stuff that comes along with the new release how is that different now than what it would have been it's funny you know here in west texas for better or worse I, I would almost say it's not, not terribly different. I mean, okay. obviously, we have a couple of shows coming up already. Right. You know, it's different, okay? Now it is. Yeah, yeah. Everything's different. Um, social distancing and yeah. and there's less people allowed in the venue. For instance, like at Blue Light, you know, we're not going to get as much money as we would otherwise. Right. Because not as many people are even, you know, allowed in to watch. Um, but I think just the fact that we are able to have shows is sort of it says something because there's a lot of people um depending on where you are that they aren't they yeah. can't even play yeah you know i mean it, it, we've we've had opportunity it also gives us a chance so for instance now these shows that we're playing you know we have the ep we have the single but we have a, a, a lot of original material mm-hmm. and so we're actually already planning we we've already talked to uh to the guys and we're, we're planning on getting back in the studio. I think this next go round, we're, we're just going to drop uh, a full album. Oh, nice. And hopefully by that time, all this is done and we can, you know, we, we can tour or, uh, you know, play shows on, on the heels of, of that is the, 
you know, that's the dream fingers crossed, but right now we're just going to play where we can, when we can and, and, um, and be happy for it. You know, yeah. that that's all you can do. We've yeah. done a bunch of that stuff, dude. Biker yeah. rallies and shit. Uh, yeah. 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 Biker yeah. rallies, you know, uh, backyard probably played at buffalo springs lake i mean i know you don't you shouldn't know what that is but it's that's our little lake out here next to lubbock right <laughs> it's you google it you'll find some stories you know <laughs> that's what i can tell you um but they have a little stage out by the water you know and, and people pull up there they pull up all their trucks and drop the tailgates and drink beer and it was actually kind of fun you know so it, it's provided a a chance to actually play some interesting some interesting spots you know oh yeah if you want to look at it that way, I guess. Places you might not would have played otherwise. Oh yeah, for sure. True. I forgot what that that the biker the biker club that was the, the aces the, and eights. Thing. Yeah, and the and the and the main guy, you know, was like Panther or, or you know Bulldog or something, you know. And he, he kind of <laughs> he kind of he kind of walked up to us and gave us like the you know the 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 fist bump handshake whatever it was you know like we give you all approval and that almost like would yeah, you guys like- want would y'all want to get in on this action? We thought, no, no, we sure don't. <laughs> we want y'all to give us some money and we're going to get the out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some oh, beer. Yeah, hey, yeah. yeah some, I mean, we take some we'll beer. A <laughs> little bit of beer, a little bit of cash, and then hit the road, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I do have a question. Um, as someone who lives in a small town, which I think is uh, fairly similar to where you guys are from in Texas, what is the story behind Heller Houston? Because I've never heard anyone, any Texan, ever say anything bad about Texas. But you guys <laughs> kind of crap on no, this is, the state really, of Texas. Yeah. That's a yeah. really, really good question. So, okay, in, in, in truth, in truth, we don't have any issue with Houston. But you'll find this uh, amongst Texans if you if you mm-hmm. talk to enough of them. Houston is a little bit of a Houston likes to self-identify. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they have a they have a different vibe. Houston mm-hmm. is is uh, Houston is right on the border of you know not not right Louisiana. on the border, but it, it's 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 culturally as close to Louisiana or closer than it is to the rest of Texas. Right. But but to tell you, to tell you the real truth, um, one I liked how the phrase sounded. I've never been to hell, but I've been to Houston. The two well, H's or the whatever. Thing is, it's sort of yeah, 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 it, it works. Right? Yeah. Like, Houston is about two hundred percent humidity. I mean, it's it is so just, hot. It is sweltering. That, that, that's that's a, that's a big part this, of that. This beer right here is from Houston, actually. So, it, it is. You know, it is so out. hot, and 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 it is. Uh, it is so 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 metropolitan. I mean, it is a huge, gigantic uh, city hole, man. <laughs> I mean, it's a, you, you know, it, it's a big, huge city, which it's an awesome city. So um, I think that a lot of folks from Texas that that hear that song, they get the joke. If, if you're from yeah, Houston, yeah. they'll probably get the joke. You know what so I mean? That's and we laid off a few other ones, too. Waco being one of them. That's yeah. So there. Yeah. You know? uh, I, when I, I was when we were listening to these songs, um, my fiance is a huge Joanna Gaines fan. Her, oh, yeah. and, yes. and she took yeah. exception to that. Yeah, she yeah. took exception to that. She was like, I don't know why they're hating on Waco. Waco is a pretty well, city. Well, has she been to Waco? <laughs> no, we have not. <laughs> she wants to go. But I mean, I, that's probably my favorite song uh, on the on the record. Um, I really Ooh. like it. And like I said, I'm from North Carolina. Uh, I've been to Texas one time with Logan. Want to go back. But uh, 
the 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 thing that I found like really interesting about that song is I don't know if it's true or not, but online you kind of see there's Texas and then there's like Austin and then there's Houston. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but you mm-hmm. see like Austin and Houston just kinda, culturally different. Yeah, they oh, kind of like yeah, self isolate no, from Texas. So. Yeah. yeah, there's I, definitely yeah. truth in that. You know, yeah, so just so, just so you know, like so the attitude of that whole song is like you said. I mean. You know, Tulsa fit the meter, and it is what it is. I have I have cousins in Oklahoma, so that was funny. Waco, I, I mean, I'd like – the thing is, I'm trying really hard to say we were just kidding about Waco, but I'm not kidding about Waco. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Houston, the thing is, the thing that started that whole song was evidently he'd had that line in his head for a while, and I'd never heard it before. And he was just dinking around the guitar, and he said, I've never been to hell, but I've been to Houston. And I just started <laughs> laughing. I just started laughing because it's funny. I was yeah, like, oh yeah, my God. That's that's a, no, man, dude. really. Like, like really. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I want to put yeah. that in a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, but but really it, it's no it's no layoff on 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 Houston. But the, but Houston is a uh a, a very culturally different city, Austin in its way as well. Mm-hmm. Austin has that reputation of being well, a place the slogan, that, you know. Yeah, keep Austin weird is like a thing, right? That's, right. Yeah. You know, and and so Austin has that reputation of being musical. It's a it's a more left leaning city than most cities in yeah. Texas. Yeah, uh, Houston is is uh, is more balanced in that way, I suppose. But Houston is very um, uh, Houston has uh, populations of every kind of people that there are out there which actually yeah. makes it an awesome city right now I, I don't want that to be misunderstood yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is it is the closest thing to say new york that right. you can find in texas which yeah okay so when you when you look at it on when you look at it in that way we we love that we we, we love we love the fact that it that it's multicultural multi-ethnic that's a good thing but it's still just fucking houston i'm sorry pardon <laughs> yeah. my friend yeah. you know it's too damn yeah. hot yeah, the traffic, the traffic, the traffic sucks. It's the worst in Texas. It's worse than Dallas. Yeah, it's worse man, than it's just like, and that's, that's saying a lot. You know? I believe Houston's what the fourth largest city in the country. It, it is. Yeah, it's all of it's a gigantic place. Most of my friends that have been to Houston and my older brother who's traveled down to Houston for work sometimes, they all come back with the same review and they tell me verbatim it's a shithole. Let me let me spare Houston some here though. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, let me tell you, like if you've ever gotten off an airplane in Houston and you get off the airplane to like walk into the terminal or whatever, you feel the heat just walking right. off the plane and you haven't even been outside yet. But this brewery is there, St. Arnold's, yeah. and there's another one called Carbach, and both of them are amazing. So, I mean, they, well, there's some things. And bottom line, ZZ Top from Houston. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so that, that, that's that. case closed right there. If, if, you ever, if, you ever, if you ever thought we really hated Houston, I guarantee to you I don't hate ZZ Top. That, Hell that's no. Tech, <laughs> that's, that's scripture right there. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. We we uh, and most of that's tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, there is a there is a a, a a a cultural difference. There's a difference in the in the climate, the landscape. Yeah, um, the people to some extent, but it's not a. Most Texans will stick together if 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 it comes right down to it. Yeah. But you know, the folks from Houston, they they probably be the last ones to get on board. You know what I mean? Austin, yeah. Houston, they well. 
But we're from Houston, and you're like, yeah, but well, you're still a Texan, and you know it. Yeah. So. Plus, yeah. they hate the Cowboys. They hate the Cowboys in Houston, and that's hey, look, the as a as a lifelong Redskins fan, hail to the Redskins, or should I say, the, the football team? The Washington now, football I hate team. yeah the Washington yeah. football team established yeah. 1932, but I, <laughs> I I hate the Dallas Cowboys with a passion. So I can get on. Well, I think we're going to make a Super Bowl run yet. <laughs> hey, we're and still then, in this thing, man. Yeah, we're the NFC. The NFC East is garbage this year. Boy, it's bad. Isn't it bad? It's hey, terrible. Hey to, hey, to tell you the truth, though, um, to be fair, I think that of all, all the teams in mm-hmm. in the NFC East, the trajectory of the Redskins is the best. It has yeah, been the, that, that that defense has been legit this coach, year. Man. I think so too. I, when he I left. Coach. Made me when, sick when y'all nabbed him, and we were just sitting around with our thumb up our ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The, the Cowboys is the the Cowboys because you uh, mentioned that the Cowboys uh, is a whole different deal. Yeah, that every year I love to say this after every game <laughs> after after, run, after every completion of a catch, I will declare Super Bowl run, baby. <laughs> Because one of these days we're going to get it back, but I don't know when it'll be. The glory days of the nineties. You know what's what's unique regarding the NFL? What's unique about North Carolina? There's a generational shift. Andy and I are outliers for people our age because we're all about Andy. Me and Kyle are around twenty six, twenty seven. So like we're outliers for people our age. But there's a generational shift on who you pull for in North Carolina in the NFL because the Panthers, you know, a relatively new team, and North Carolina used to be split. It was majority a Redskin state for the majority of the time that uh. Like my parents and grandparents were growing up, but right. there was a sizable population of Cowboys fans there. For instance, like my yep. parents were lifelong Cowboys fans. My granddaddy, me, and my brother are all Redskins fans. Andy, who is one of my best friends in the whole world, he's a damn Cowboys fan, and I'm a Redskins fan. That's so right. it's like we have kind of a, a split <laughs> in this state isn't for that, that stuff. Isn't it, isn't it funny how that – and it's a shame, and I feel sorry for y'all that y'all are both NFC East fans right now. Oh, I know. I well, know. <laughs> If there ever was a time that we needed to come together and unify, I think it ought to be under America's team. And pe- y'all ought to get on board. And, <laughs> you know, th- this is a holy cause. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Is Dak better? No, so we can no. It's, it's that. That's, that's cool stuff, man. I, that, that's that. That's really fun to have those those rivalries, man. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. I've, I've been to. Uh, I I don't think I've ever been to North Carolina, but I've been to Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think and, I've been and, and it, it is, it, man, y'all got a, y'all got a nice neck of the woods over there. It's a, that's a, that's a beautiful country. And, and I know it's not just one, you know, not just one thing. I, I, I get it that North Carolina is not the same as Virginia or whatever, but right. when you start heading that yeah. way, I've been to Tennessee, yeah. been to Virginia, uh, went to DC one and, and, uh, it, oh. it's a, y'all, y'all got a, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty spot over there that you guys have. Yeah, North Carolina is pretty cool because we have, you know, we got like the the tip of the Appalachian Mountains out west. Mm-hmm. We've got like the uh, the Piedmont area, then the coastal plains, and then we got some damn good beaches on the coast. So it's like all yeah, within yes. all within a yes. very drivable distance. Yes. You can you can yeah, like I always think of these pounding down whenever whenever I think of uh, Myrtle. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was just watching that show not too long ago. It was like when Will Ferrell was uh was isn't that the one where Will <laughs> yes. Ferrell was guesting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So one thing I did want to ask while we're kind of talking sports a little bit, um, I, you guys have said like you know, most of the time, and I've noticed this about Texans, Texans stick together uh, very well. And I, I've, I've saw that when Texas tech, when y'all went to the final four a few years ago, a lot of the, like uh, 
some I saw on Twitter some Aggie fans and some Longhorn fans were saying, well, we're normally rivals, but we're going to pull for you guys in the Final Four. Is that prevalent or is that just Twitter talk? Oh, it, it's probably prevalent. There's there's that whole thing that, and this is a whole nother conversation, but there's that whole, Texas people have a, we have a, a, a bit of a supremacy complex, if, <laughs> if, if you will. Te- te- Texas folks, a lot, of, a lot of times tend to think that they're bigger than their britches. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> in, in, in the part of the state that we live in, I'll, I'll give you a good example. And this is the vast minority because the, the, the biggest part of the population is away from here. But our, our closest neighboring state is New Mexico. Right. And, gr- and growing up, uh, I, man, every time we crossed the border, I, I mean, just in my heart, I felt, man, now we're in the territory of just God Almighty, man, New Mexico, man, they, they ain't, ain't worth the shit. And, and, and now, land of enchantment. And, and now that land of enchantment. It is, it they, is enchantment. It, it is. It's awesome. It's beautiful. So, so as you, as you grow older and, and you get away from, um, those those stereotypical beliefs and stuff. Listen, we yeah. We, so to answer your question, we do stick together. But here's the but, thing. but those of us that are enlightened in the least way mm-hmm. understand we're just from another place, right? Um, we we look we love we love our home just like you love your home. You yeah. know what I mean? There there's no but but there is. I tell people this all the time. I, I believe this, and and it, I believe it across the whole damn world, not just here. Uh, there's good people everywhere you go. Yeah. And probably most of them are good. Yeah. You know, pro- probably most folks that you come across are going to be good people because that's just the way folks are. But yeah, we have a thing. We, we think yeah. to us, but. But if A&M or Texas is playing the final four, they can, I ain't, nah, I ain't interested in that. <laughs> Damn sure yeah, not that's A&M. North Carolina that, that we, yeah, we, that's A&M a- ain't even the Texas school anymore. They're, oh, no, they're, they're, they're in the, the SEC. Now. Yeah. They've, they've uh, forsa- dude, yeah, yeah, they've forsaken us. They've, they've forsaken sold themselves us. out to the southeast. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what caused that though? That Funny. Texas caused that deal. Yeah, they they they're the ones that wanted that uh, TV channel, Longhorn mm-hmm. Network, and all that kind of stuff. And A and M said, "Bullshit, I'm not I'm not doing that." Well, they so yeah. I can't even hate them that bad for that. They sold out their state for it, dude. Yeah, they did. I, what I, kind I, What kind of people? Would ever do that, <laughs> jerks, man. <laughs> no, I have I have a family that, that went to A and M. I actually I really considered going. I got into A and M and considered going. You know, and yeah. uh, Ooh, I don't know if happen. I put that on in public. I know, I know, but but I made the right decision. All right, so yeah, see A and M. You know, I think geez. I'm a, so like I said, I'm NC Stager. Kyle went to East Carolina, and uh, Andy's Andy's mm. lifelong roughy so like I, we was rough in there. Uh, he was. We there? He got unfortunately fired oh, uh, right before I graduated. Yeah, um, unfortunately. <laughs> I missed Ruffin, mistake. Man. Yeah, he came from. Uh, he was part of the Texas Tech system. Um, yeah, he under, was. Yeah, he was our defensive um, coordinator, Mike Leach, I think. Under yeah, Mike, Mike Leach, Leach yeah. yeah. What a phenomenal. Whenever we coaching. made the mistake of firing him, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. what a phenomenal <laughs> yeah. coaching tree. He's he's. I mean, yes. Dana Holgerson. I mean, it, the list just goes yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. Look, yeah, we, we we jump. 
you there. Oh, what, no, what you're you good. Have? You're good. I was saying I, I had, like, one quick point about A&M. A&M is basically, like, the NC State of Texas. So I have a soft spot for them just because, like, we also are the agriculture and uh, engineering school in our mm-hmm. state. So I have a soft spot for, for A&M just for that. But one thing, just like you were talking about, Texas, Texans generally sticking together on that. And then Blaze was saying, you know what, screw it. I ain't pulling for them. That's how we all are in North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a damn yeah. who it is. Which, who's I, playing I UNC? That, I'm pulling against UNC all day long. It's ABC, anybody but Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, you know, A&M, I do feel that way. I just do. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But yeah. you know people. But, but, you but know I know people, people and, I love, and I love people that went there. Yeah. But Texas, I mean, shoot, that national championship that happened a million years ago, I was cheering for Texas to win that sucker. Yeah. I mean, oh, I you wish know, we so. could send Max Brown back to Texas. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet they do, too. <laughs> hey, did you, you guys know, uh, y'all know of Ross Cooper? The name sounds very familiar. He's a, isn't he a songwriter in Nashville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. And, and so his brother uh, was in my graduating class at my high school, and 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 him, they're they're both Aggies. Him and his brother, they were okay. they were uh, they were saddlebrow guys. I think I don't think they were bareback riders. I don't know. They 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 rode bucking horses. Right. Anyway, for example, those two guys went to A and M, and I hate that. But I love them, yeah. right? right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So 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 there's there's that you know I it, I ain't gonna not I stop love loving cousins. those guys. Yeah, man. Oh, I I feel yeah. you on that because we live so close to Chapel Hill, and I have so many friends that are either went to Chapel Hill or are fans of UNC. That you know you can love the person, but hate where they went to school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel we you all have friends that made bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, you wouldn't yeah. be a friend if you didn't let them know, too. Exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I know how you feel. Uh, my mom is a UNC grad, and, uh, you know, I love my mom, but uh, – like I she made a poor choice. She yeah. did. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just, I just can't understand what her decision process was back <laughs> in the early nineties. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's not, it's not her fault. I'll tell you, you know, I have a, I have a memory of UNC, and this, this shows my age too. But and I forget what year it was. We, we had a basketball team that went to the Sweet Sixteen when I was a kid, a men's team, and uh, there's this guy named Darvin Ham. And uh, this infamous dunk he had, you can Google it. It's called the Ham. A tech player. A tech player. Yeah. And we beat, we beat. Uh, he broke the back. Yeah, we, we beat North Carolina to go to the, to the Sweet 16, UNC, the big basketball school, you know. And he slammed a, a ball so hard into that hoop that he shattered the backboard. And, to, and to, beat, man. to beat UNC, yeah, to, to that's crazy. UNC. So it was it was the game winning don't was the one he shattered backboard. It wasn't game well. It might as well have been. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Because <laughs> whenever you do yeah. that to somebody, whenever you do that to somebody, it's it was over. a devastating blow. It, it sends a message. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. So hey, Andy, Kyle, do you guys have any other questions before we jump into our our quick lightning round? We have always at the end of these right, interviews. Lightning. I think that's when's, all I got. When's the next album dropping? Man, boy, that's a good question. We 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 gotta we gotta get back in there and we have the material. The songs are there. Uh, so you got the hard part. We, yeah, yeah, we get we gotta get back to Austin and and uh and lay them down, which I, I would imagine we can I'm I would imagine we'd be thinking about that process in February, March. And then those guys need some time. So I, I, I don't know. It's a ways away. I, I wish it wasn't, but uh, we might could we we thought about doing this. We we we'd probably go uh, lay down another single re- release mm-hmm. uh, that we can see in the next three or four months. You know what I mean? 
and then and then Same. work on that album because you, you got to keep feeding the machine you know hopefully you know before the the bell tolls on 2021 probably okay oh yeah for that's, sure that's what i'd say that's faster than i thought yeah hell yeah now we'll, we'll get we'll get one we'll get one out as as soon as we can i mean it, it's a it's literally a problem at this point because the the songs are there but you know, you're gonna now. You're gonna start getting into the part of doing uh, playing and all that kind of. It's not a problem. It's a good problem to have, I guess, is the way to say it. But we got we got stuff coming out and and more of it. Little little talk about some stuff about actually New Mexico, Arizona. We've got, we've got some more color to put in there. There's some stuff that will be interesting for people. I think. Hell yeah, man. All right, so if you guys are ready, we'll jump into this uh, lightning round, as we say. It's it's most of the time with these questions, it isn't heavily on, like, you know, making music. It's more just all kinds of things from, from uh, like, beer and everything like that. So if you guys well, are we'll ready. Do, I like that. it. I like that. Yeah. All right, so the, the first one, what's your favorite late-night drunk fast food place to go to? Oh, Whataburger. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Spicy yeah. or fancy ketchup. Yeah, that, it's, it's both. Which ketchup, you know, um, I'm weird. I like both. I like the regular ketchup for my burger and the spicy for my, my fries. I dip my burger into the, into, the, into the regular and spicy for the fries. See, I just had spicy ketchup in Austin for the first time. And um, at first, I didn't like it. Then I tried yeah, it again I, yeah, on weird, the second right? time I went there. And I was just like, you know what? I actually am coming around on this a little bit. I got to give Whataburger credit. It was a fantastic burger. We had a whole episode where the big part of it, we were debating the best, uh, the best uh, fast food burger. And we were. Uh, it really came down to Whataburger or Wendy's. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's a tough choice. I mean, it's got to be Whataburger. For me, oh, yeah. it's got to yeah. be Whataburger. So, uh, college or NFL? College. Yes. Yeah, being from Lubbock, Texas, definitely. Yeah. 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 Gotta be. Oh, yeah. It's all about them Red Raiders, man. <laughs> all the time. All right. So, what's uh, each of your absolute favorite beer of all time? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light, dude. It's the juice of champions, man. That you, what else you need? That, that's the way I look at it. Well, I mean, why are you going to try all this other thing? <laughs> shit you got bud light no because what you need is you need sierra nevada pale no there, there's, there's yeah. oh, I, I mean strong a choice it's a strong yeah. choice yeah. yeah thank you thank you yeah i man sierra nevada pale ale but this dude we, i'll tell you what we used to drink all the time bud select that yeah. was like okay. yeah but that, that's bad though that probably for me really and truly is just red american budweiser dude Ooh, bud heavies bud heavy dude bud heavies boy Many American working man has has quenched his thirst with that thing. Hey man, Sierra Nevada passes as long as you buy the ones that are brewed in Asheville, North Carolina. That's right. We have they have a huge oh, brewery. Oh, oh, oh. They have a huge brewery right. in Asheville hey, that looks hey, like now a castle. I know what to look for. <laughs> yeah. Now I know oh, what yeah. to look for. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the other brewery is, but I do know one is in Asheville. No, yeah, they got California. one in California. Yeah, California yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, the one in Asheville looks like a looks almost like a castle. It's huge. I've only seen pictures, unfortunately, because I, I need to make a trip out there at some point. I have no excuse because it's only a drive away. It's not a That's short phenomenal. drive, but it's a drive. I need to make a trip out there too. Hell yeah, phenom- it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, when it, when you're traveling on the road, what are the van jams? You know what? I, um, you know what comes to mind? It's, it's stuff you're not going to think of. Like for instance. Motorhead. Okay. Yeah. Ace of Spades. 
we've yeah. covered ace of spades we've yeah done you gotta really remember we're, we're we're mm-hmm. with we're with metalhead people man oh they, yeah they uh yeah at the biker rally we played ace of spades yeah yeah we actually do a cover <laughs> i loved it <laughs> it's it, I, i'm not i'm no lemmy but i give it a shot no i'm the lemmy i play bass so i get to be lemmy. <laughs> yeah it's true that's true <laughs> all right no, so yeah that that and uh I mean, stuff like weird stuff, like Mana, the mm-hmm. Mexican rock and roll. Band. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. okay. Just, all, all kinds of stuff. Food you know? fighters. Yeah. Food Food fighters. Fighters. That's a good choice. Grow, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So beach life or lake life? Oh, lake, because we ain't got no beach. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. Even if we had a beach, I'm lake. Yeah, I like the lake. There's no sharks and stuff. Yeah, I, I like the beach too, but there's something about unloading a boat and putting a cover oh, yeah. here and there and just docking and just sitting right. in the lake although the beach has the beach itself yeah. which, which is which is awesome because you can you can camp right there on that pretty much yeah. and that's pretty neat but we we never we never really had that we, yeah. you know what i mean we do some lake yeah. camping though we love the yeah. lake camping. you should uh you should look up lake gaston north carolina yeah that's where we're all lake basically gaston, from yeah. yeah i'm writing it down hey if you guys yeah. will get us a gig we'll, we'll stay out there this summer yeah. Oh yeah, I could probably look around and see, see what's happening. I'll, I'll let you guys know because it's a it's a pretty big lake for for uh, at least North Carolina standards. I don't know about Texas standards, but um, we're all from Lake the Lake Gaston area, so we're kind of split. I know Kyle's more of a lake guy, but yeah. I'm definitely more of a beach guy because I spent a lot, while I grew up on the lake. I spent a lot of time at the beach, so I'm a like I said, I'm a coastal <laughs> coastal kind of guy. But uh, but yeah, Lake Gaston, definitely check it out. All yeah, right. I wrote it down. So, um, if you could play with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be for each of you? Oh my gosh! Dude, oh man, why you got to do this? What, what a heavy <laughs> question! Oh man, I, you know what? I, you know what? I'll say. Can I have I, for different circumstances? Okay, like if I wanted to do like a really upbeat show where everybody is like having a good time and smoking and all that stuff, like three eleven would be awesome. Oh, hell yeah! Three yeah, Eleven, yeah, uh, for going old school. If I want to do something like monumental and just was like pure chaos breaking out and and all this stuff, maybe the Doors, you know? Okay, with like Jim Morrison at the the helm, <laughs> Boy, that would be so chaos. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I, yeah. I, I, actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I say it's not tough. It, 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 you'd have to jump back a, a a little bit in time, maybe not not like way back, but if you could do like a you know, mid two thousands open for you two or oh, do something. I thought about that. That's so heavy. That we we went, we saw you two together at a Dallas Cowboys stadium. The new oh one. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I know you two is one of those things like either you like them or you don't. Right. And that's one of the things that has kind of like bonded us over the years is we yeah. just do. <laughs> it is what it is. I still haven't forgiven them for putting that album on my damn iPhone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a joke about that at the end of the day, yeah. you know. No, yeah. no, uh, but but in in uh in more recent times, um man, I'd I'd love to I'd love to play with uh like I mentioned earlier, I'd love to play with Robert O'Kane or Joe Ely. Oh, uh, that's totally. a, that's a, that might be a strange reference, but that's that's another love of guy that yeah is, I, I've heard the name for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, so the next one's a little bit strange because it means it means different things depending on what part of the country you're in. When I say the word barbecue, what does it mean to you? Well, I know I think I know where you're going. Know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a it's it's going to be beef, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that barbecue's from cows. It's, I don't know who thinks yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's, you're right, but it's, but it's brisket. 
No, yeah, brisket. But you know what, though? To tell you the truth, we had this conversation last night. It's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, just that. last night we were talking I about I just eat a, eat a pig as anything. Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. And See, I want a whole hog man, barbecue, I, I, man. I, I, don't a cow, do a whole hog out here. A, a cow, well, even, even just like on, the, on your daily life, like a steak is so heavy, man. It's right. so heavy. Uh, uh, eat, when you eat a cow, it's super heavy. And pork has got so many good cuts. I love to eat pork, to tell you the yeah. truth. Oh, yeah. I, I I do, and I'm I'm not even against at a by any means pork barbecue, but out here, yeah, you know, yeah. It, barbecue typically going to be. I want a whole brisket. hog with the mustard based barbecue, man. That, but but uh, yeah. that now that's South Carolina style because around here, oh. uh, from Raleigh vinegar. Raleigh east to the coast, it's vinegar based uh, chop and minced barbecue. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. like that too. Yeah, that, yeah. People, people get in fight. People get in fights with people around here for calling something like <laughs> vinegar-based uh, barbecue uh, or pork barbecue. I, uh, my, yeah, my grandfather actually won the uh, best barbecue in the state of North Carolina in like 2005. Dude, that's really? awesome! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So, so you were passed away. On hell of barbecue. Yeah, I got the recipe and everything. They won that competition many moons ago. Yeah. Oh, we're going to definitely have to connect now. Well, one thing for <laughs> sure is, is, is we can all agree on is that the, the, they ain't no Yankees got any good barbecue out there. Oh, yeah. To yeah, them, barbecue is a verb. <laughs> oh, <it's tough. laughs> yeah. To yeah, them, yeah. barbecue you means do. they say yeah, we're having do. a barbecue. I've never heard of that before. You have a cookout. <laughs> barbecue is <laughs> something, right? barbecue yeah, something right. to eat. Yeah, yeah barbecue <laughs> at the cookout. Yeah. All right, so the last one I got for you. Um, if you can only listen to one album on repeat for a full year, what do you go with? Oh man, I, I know mine because I've been listening to it on repeat for about almost a year now already. It's uh, it's it's Mike and the Moon Pies, Cheap Silver and Solid Country oh, Gold, fantastic record. I can't stop listening to yeah. it. We I saw absolutely them, cannot. We saw them open for American Aquarium out here at last year's road trip. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it was like it was an, a fantastic show. Mike and the Moon Pies and American Aquarium. Yeah, same Dang, show, I was spoiled man. out there. Oh yeah, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> That's only on the road trip to Raleigh shows because most of the time we don't have two heavy hitters like that in one show. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty incredible. Although you know the Mike and the Moon Pie stuff, that's the reason why I've been spinning so much because I didn't really. I guess I just got turned on to them about like a year right. ago. Um, so I'm kind of ashamed to say I didn't really know about them before that. But uh, it's one of those things that whenever you hear it, it's like, oh yeah. And that record, I think they recorded it in London, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'd have to double check. They, well, the thing is, they're one of those bands. They're kind of they they record uh, different records in different places. Yeah, you know, I mean, oh, for sure, depending on the sound they're going for and the people they want to work with. Um, wherever they record, they did. They might have though because they they covered uh, who's the original that did the London the London Humpsick Blues. They covered London Humpsick Blues, and I think they did a great uh, why, job. Why don't they know that? I don't know. It's somebody from around here. I want to say, but I, I don't even know. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, but it's not it, this is it's not true. But I'm trying to I'm trying to come to a conclusion on, a, on an album because I always listen. I'm I'm so I'm a sketchy person. Like uh, I'm amazed. He's my my, my mental my mental health is is, is it's questionable sometimes. I suppose. No, I have a short attention span. I don't like movies because they take too long. Right. So uh, albums are, are are a weird one, but. I will say one one album that's not from the recent past necessarily, but it's not super far back. I know you love this one. You'll vouch for it. Um, Mescalito from Ryan Bingham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Damn, one yeah. Of my, with, with, that's choice. a fantastic record too. It is. The whole thing yeah. from start to finish. 
Yeah. I mean, like as a complete, because when you start talking about albums, you know, as, as a complete work, you know, um, there, there's so many, you know, that that's yeah. what I, I lie when I say don't listen to them all the way through. Well, not really. I don't ever. Yeah. But you, you pick around. But yeah, I, I pick around too much. But uh, yeah, you know, a, a complete album is a, is a tough thing. You know, I, I was having this conversation earlier with a guy I work with. Uh, we're talking about Cole Wetzel's latest one, actually. And uh, I said, well, you know, th- th- there was a song that just wasn't working for us. Right. And, and I said, well, if you got 12 songs and you got four, say, mm-hmm. that, are, that are very listenable, that's probably not a bad effort, which is not what, what you try to do. But I think that one's more like of a, it has a little bit of that art project type deal to it. I think he doesn't give a shit if you like it or not <laughs> right. is, is, is what that's about. But um, <laughs> for, 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 yeah, for me, uh, you know, it, like a, you talk about albums that are just great from top to bottom, you know, I, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Where you can actually just listen to every single track on it. Or Tom or the, the one Saturday night, there's a yeah. little nugget. That's a nugget for you right there. If you, if you know, I know Tom waits in for everybody, but Tom waits hard of Saturday night. You have a few drinks and put that on and tell me that you really just nice. love it. The jazz elements. Oh, and all he, kinds well, of stuff. he paints a picture like nobody else with his, with his lyrics, man. You're, oh, you're here in the here you go. How, how about, uh, how about born in the USA? Bruce Springsteen. Oh there yeah. Fantastic go. album. Yeah. I'm a, it will come full circle with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Americana um, right there. Yeah. Chris, so, I got good stuff too. I don't oh, know yeah. about Tom album wise, but Tom Petty. Oh, Maybe. Tom Petty. I'm a huge, I make the argument with people all the time that Tom Petty is the greatest American artist of all time. Just at, holistically. We actually had a podcast about we this. Did. Very we, we had that very topic. <laughs> so you wouldn't, you don't, you wouldn't even say like, you wouldn't even put Cardi B in the, in the running. I'd have to say she I'd was third. To, Tom, yeah, she was third. Tom Petty barely as you're out, but we gave him the nod. <laughs> Wu-Tang um, Clan 36 Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess one last one I have for you guys um, and feel free to bow out of this one if you don't want to answer it, but in one word, describe most mainstream country. Oh, schlock. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he said shit. I said, I said schlock. And, and, and it's a shame because there's a, there's a lot of talent there. There is. Yeah. What, they're, they so push the agenda of, of what is, of what people want to hear. For example, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys hear this deal that now all the songs do like this. Yeah, the snap track. Yeah. Yeah. But what what's going on with that? Uh, you can you can throw that in there one time on an album every four albums. Yeah. Why is every song? It, I mean, what 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 are we doing there? Like yeah. like it's so. Uh, yeah, it's just it doesn't even. The truth is, it doesn't even. It's hard for me to even comment on it because it doesn't. Not because I'm a warrior against it, but there's nothing that no. I ever hear that I like. Right. So there was a time like in the nineties when yeah. mainstream country was we watched we just we just watched this video of Aaron Tippin the other day. Oh yeah. Oh my god. My grandma yeah. used to love Aaron Tippin, man. His stage presence <laughs> far none. But I mean you had, you know, like Tim McGraw and I mean uh, you know oh, Garth but, Garth Brooks, George but, Strait. But, 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 yeah. but, but, uh, better yet. 
uh, Brooks and Dunn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. George Trace. Mark Tracy Chestnut. Lawrence. Yeah, Tracy Lawrence, Mark Chestnut, Joe Tracy yeah. Lawrence is the and look, to me. Alan Jackson, oh, yes, boy, of, yes. Alan Jackson is one yeah. of our favorite artists of all time because that guy is just like the amount of like quality songs that he himself wrote is something you mm-hmm. didn't you didn't even get that out of Nashville much, like where it was just solo rights uh, during the 90s. So it's like, I got to give that guy respect on that. That that nineties country is yeah. that 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 was an era where the mainstream, for whatever reason, maybe it's because we're younger than that in in terms of being that being your right. primary focus. I I don't know, but I oh man, dude! Oh, you could crack a beer and and throw a, a steak on the grill or a burger or whatever. And if I hear if I hear Tracy Lawrence, time marches on. I'm crying. Oh my this gosh, day. yeah, dude! Time marches on is fantastic uh, song. For, uh, <laughs> uh, front porch. Uh, that was another. Oh, yeah, yeah. Texas tornado. Tex- oh, Texas tornado oh. might be my favorite. I don't even yeah. know how that was slipped my mind. Oh, I'm oh, a big Tracy Lawrence fan. Woo. Yeah. I should have said, so if you could play with any artist uh, alive or dead, that's what I should have said. Without damn question, it's Tracy Lawrence. <laughs> and I hope that, that he's still got curly blonde hair uh, coming yeah. out the back of nope. his cowboy hat. He uh, don't no more. I think he's bald yeah, like this. <laughs> 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 he got no hair. That's all right. Um, Mason's gonna grow out his back length, though. Yeah, the, yeah. these guys, the, you guys appreciate that. But I have a constant flood of requests <laughs> all the time that, as the front man, to wear a cowboy hat but yeah. grow the back out because nobody should. will know. Yeah. That's what right, they say. Right. Absolutely. Yes. What happens when you pull it off? Do y'all support? You it? don't pull it off though. <laughs> <laughs> Any time, no. Time. I mean, no, think, never, think never, about never. it. Think about it. He doesn't have the back part, but how many times have we ever seen Kenny Chesney without some type of hat on? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. See, it can be done, man. It I mean, it can be, be done. I've had the whole this whole podcast. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I'm. Tape. You know? I'm not saying I'm endorsing it, but I, I mean, I'm not against the idea. You can say it. <laughs> you can say it, it would look badass till I took it off. I, that's all, I <laughs> all right. So if you guys want to go on and like, uh, tell us how we can find you on social media and, uh, and, uh, everywhere, like everybody go out and make sure you buy and stream, especially by, uh, cap rock composition yeah. from Mason and the gen line. So if you guys want to tell us your social media accounts, so people can go follow you there. All of them. I think you know we get the most money if you if you buy if you buy our work on iTunes, of course. But we're fine with you just listening to it anywhere. It's on YouTube, um, so you can you can find it on YouTube. We have an, an Instagram uh, at Mason and the Gen Line Music. We have uh, Twitter at, at Mason the Gen Lin L I N one because somehow that was yeah, we taken get- already. And uh, and our Facebook is easy enough to find, just Mason and the Gen Line, and and uh, that that'll pull right up as well. So Spotify, yes, yeah, Spotify. Uh, we're on Apple Music, um, Amazon, all of it. You know, if you if you want to find us, you can, and and uh, and please do. We we're we're keeping up with everything, so you'll know about upcoming shows. Uh, we'll we'll drop a you know maybe a little video here and there for you, trying to keep the people entertained. Obviously. I'd be remiss if, if we didn't talk about this, just bring it up again. New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve party. It's the steak night and New Year's Eve party. Steak night. At the Hotel Turkey. Yeah, not at the Prairie Rose. I was, I was hoping you were going to say the Prairie Rose. but Not at the Prairie Rose. <laughs> it's at the Hotel Turkey, but it's steak night, and, and it's a New Year's Eve party. So that's going to be a damn good time if you can make it out to Turkey, Texas, the home of Bob Wills. And if you can't make it there, the blue light, the one and only blue light on January uh, 7th. But, yeah. Come, come and find us and come and watch us, listen to us. 
um, people seem to have been enjoying it so far. So we hope they continue to enjoy it. Hell yeah, brother. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time, man. I'd no, love to have you guys you back guys. on sometime in the future around whenever you get that next record ready. No, you know, to, to open all door, you guys, open man, door. I'm, I'm telling you that the, the pleasure, the pleasure is all ours, man. Uh, we, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Well, when we started this deal, we didn't know if, um, if anybody'd ever really hear it apart mm-hmm. from who we, who we had on Facebook or whatever. And, uh, when Blaze told me about this thing, he said, "Would you want to do a podcast with some guys in North Carolina?" I'm like, "Shit, yeah!" Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right away. I'm, I'm on board. When do you tell me when? Hell so yeah, man! It, it's it's our it's our pleasure to for for you guys to to have us on, man. It really, it's a it's a real it's a real pleasure, and we we're honored to do it. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate it again, and uh, for this episode of the Country and Cold Cans with Mason and the Gen Line, Andy and Kyle, I'm Logan, and we'll see you next time.